thank you for joining us for this broadcast from the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ in Haleyville, Alabama. We hope that you will subscribe and will share our broadcast with others. Now, we take you to the pulpit of the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ. It is so good to see all of you here this morning in one place, in one time of service, as one family. Uh, as has already been said, it has been a challenging year and a half. We spent three months completely separated. I think we set, I set and figured it up at one point during the year 2020. Uh, we spent a third of our Sundays separated. Uh, and then we came back together. Uh, we're together for a short time and then had to take a two-week break. And then at that point, we came back into two services. So over the last, you know, 10 months, we've been split up. And it very much, from my perspective, has felt like um, I, I, I've kind of been working with two different congregations in many ways over the last 10 or 11 months. The one thing that I'm going to have to kind of get back into the groove of, I'm used to preaching about two hours on Sunday morning between the two services, so I'm going to, you may have to rein me in after about an hour and a half and get me, you know, back into where I need to be. Uh, but it is so good to have everybody together this morning. There's a book that I have, it's called A New Day. It's about uh, revitalizing churches. And the very first story that this guy tells uh, as he writes this book, he, he tells of, he was this guy, the preacher that wrote it, it was at his very first job. He was in a very small country church, and he baptized the guy, and he was reading, and he was studying, and he read and studied this passage from the book of Acts that we just looked at, and we're going to read it again here in a little bit. But he's reading it, and he comes to his office and sits down, and he goes, when do we get to this part? He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, this part about being together and, and, and fellowshipping with, the, with each other and people being in awe of the things that are going on in the church, all this exciting stuff that's crammed into these, you know, just very short few verses in the book of Acts. He goes, when do we get to the good stuff? And I was thinking about that story this morning and thinking about being together today. And this right here is the good stuff. Amen. And not just here today, but the things that we're going to be doing together in the coming months and, and the steps that we're going to be taking in the coming years. I truly believe that this is just the, the next step in such a positive direction that our Ninth Avenue family is going. We have been through challenges together. We have overcome those challenges. And I know that God is going to bless us as we continue to keep him focused as the most important thing in our church family. This morning, what I want us to do, though, before we really go any further, is I wanted, as excited as I am to preach this morning and to share some thoughts with you, I wanted us to take some time together, almost kind of like a family reunion kind of moment together this morning, and I asked a few of our men uh, if they would just take a few minutes to share with us why they love our Ninth Avenue family. Alex, if you'll come on up and make your way. After Alex is done, David, uh, then after David, Brian. Um, so I'm going to let these guys just share for a few minutes, and then uh, I'm going to come in behind them and share some thoughts with you as well. Um, when you asked me to come do this, I, so many things just raced through my mind. From the very first time I stepped in here, um, with a friend in Clay Gore to the time that I was told you can't come back and go virtual to the time I was able to come back in two separate services. But so many things just rushed through my mind from being welcomed with open arms from everybody here. You know, as soon as I stepped in, obviously growing up here and knowing I was not the best teenager in the world, I was not the best kid in the world, but 
when I stepped in this door, I knew I needed to be loved. And I was loved from the very first day I was here to just now, just the same way. And um, from low times to high times, to get married, to um, changing jobs, to moving, everybody in this room was been with me and encouraged me every step of the way. And that right there is, you have no idea what that means to me, to be part of a true family, because I, I grew up in church, but not in a sense that I, my, my kids are going to grow up in church. And to be a part of this is something that's phenomenal. It's, I want to say it's not rare, but it is rare, because love that I feel in this room right now, and every day I step in here, is amazing from everybody in this town. And it's just, it's just awesome. So Ninth Avenue means the world to me. And um, I hope that I can tell you I love you each and every day and every, each and every day that I see you. Thank you. Twenty-three oh nine, Ninth Avenue is the physical address of a building we meet in. This is just a building. I grew up at twenty-three twelve for the better part of my life, Ninth Avenue. It was just a house. What I love about Ninth Avenue the most sits in these pews. This is the church. We are sitting in just a building. I look, over, look out over the audience, the congregation today and I am thankful to those people who got me to a point in my life that I can do this. I see Miss Betty Dobbs. I see Miss Shirley McNutt that had patience with me when I was a brat. Throwing stuff on the walls, but you know what? They loved me. They taught me love. They taught me how to love along with my family. And we, as a congregation, has been left with so big a shoes to fill. Those that paved the way so we can enjoy this building. Souls that paved the way that we can enjoy this congregation. I am fortunate, very fortunate and very blessed that this is the only congregation I have ever known. My grandmother and my grandfather, Bill and May Ellenberg, were one of the, some of the early members, and they raised their four daughters in this church, and my mother has raised her children, and it's blessed my family that I have two Christian daughters. I have one Christian granddaughter already. So I've been here not from the ground up, but a long time. And it's a challenge to me, and I think it should be a challenge to all of us that's setting this building. What are we going to leave our children and those members that follow after us? They, this church has offered me, and this congregation has offered me the best foundation possible to build my Christianity on. 
It's what I've done. It's what we do with it after that foundation as laid by our early teachers. So yes, I owe my life to this church and to this family. But more all, more 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 so, I owe my eternity to this church and family. I love each and every one of you. It's kind of like we talked in class this morning. We may not always see eye to eye and we may not get along. Some days, my brother and I still turned 64 yesterday. He's 62. We still fight. Drives my mama crazy. But I love him. And we don't always get along. And I think that's the biggest part of the church. It's okay to disagree at the end of the day when you can still tell each other that they love you and you love them. So yeah, I'm like Alex, love. Alex is the key word I think that you said. This is a loving congregation and, and I love you and let's do our best to leave it in better shape than we found it. I got some notes because I don't remember well as, as, as David and Alex. Uh, but yesterday, when Matthew sent us a message and asked that if we would share, you know, with, with you folks why or what we love about the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ. I said, yeah, I'll be glad to do it. But I want to show a few pictures, okay? And kind of on the same along the lines of what David and Alex has already said, you know, it's a family here. And, uh, but I wanted to, to show a, a few pictures to kind of let you know um, my story. Sorry. So with that, the first picture, and it's okay to laugh when the first picture comes up. Um, this is, uh, okay, so this is not a great picture. It's pre-cell phone era. Okay, for you young folks, that means back then, way, way back in 1986, not everybody had a cell phone with a camera in their hand and took pictures of everything we did or videos, you know. Um, but, so the picture's not great. But yeah, this, uh, this skinny little kid. Mm, sorry. Those you don't know, I'm a little emotional at times. But this skinny little kid with long hair and earrings walked in this building. And yeah, there were some people that kind of pointed and whispered a little bit. <sighs> I'm sorry. And they looked back at me a little and, you know, kind of talked, which was expected. I mean, look at me. I was looking a little different, okay? <laughs> but there was a reason I was here, which brings me to the next picture. Another skinny little kid, but a beautiful young lady with, yeah, a lot of hair, okay? <laughs> but this was 1986, and most of us had a lot of hair back then, okay? <laughs> but... <clears throat> As I walked in this building, um, after the services, I was greeted by those same people, and they loved me up. Hugged my neck, 
and shook my hand and made me feel welcome. And that left a big impression on me. And the next picture. Yeah, that's us together. And we dated for a little time. A little time passed. <clears throat> well, not a lot of time. A uh, little less than a year. And I was blessed to be able to marry that young girl. Which brings us to the next picture. And as David mentioned and Alex, I was not raised in the church. But my wife and these people here taught me about God and what he meant to me. And so I became a Christian. And I felt that welcome from everybody here and the love. And time passed. And God really blessed me, blessed me with a, a wonderful family. A couple of years passed, and we were blessed with a daughter, Heather, a wonderful young lady. And then a son, Chance. And they both married good Christian people. I'm sorry to be so emotional, but this means a lot to me. <laughs> And God blessed us with a Christian family. This picture just last this, this year was made on Mother's Day. Our family's together. One of our greatest blessings, our grandson, Braxton. And yeah, he is grand. There's no doubt. But this family is what God has blessed me with. And so I've rambled on about my family and showed you some pictures. But the reason I did that is because this congregation is my family. Yeah, and through the years, you know, I look a little different now. Uh, a little bit bigger. A little less hair, a little bit older, okay, a lot older. But, you know, through the years, I have had my share of bumps and bruises through the mistakes that I've made in my life, as we all have. But you people still love me. And I love each of you. And God has continued to bless me and our family here. And it's awesome to stand here and look out and see this room full. Maybe not packed, but a lot better than we've seen it in, in a year, over a year. And so that's, that's what I love about this place. It's my family. And God has blessed us. He's blessed us with Matthew and Blair and their wonderful family. Just recently, we added Jonathan and Catherine and little baby Kaysen. God has blessed us. 
Last night, I was privileged to be here when we added a new member to our family, Megan Vickery. Welcome to the family. We love you. And I know, a little emotional, sorry. Guys, it's okay to cry. It's not a big deal. Some women like it. Some women don't. But I just want to tell you, I love this congregation. I hope that God continues to bless us and that we share that love with everybody that we meet and bring them in to part of our family. Thank you. Well, I really don't know what to say now, but I thank you guys for sharing. One of the things that you've heard me say over and over and that I, I truly believe and has been played out through these three guys this morning is the one word that can define this church is love. And, and we have felt that over our year and a half here uh, in, in so many different ways. And I just wanted to take a moment and, and maybe just remind us um, what it means to be part of this family. It's so easy to get disconnected, to get unplugged from each other, and that's what we've been. And today is, today is a day of renewal. Today is a new starting point for us to where we look and we say, hey, this is who we are. We're this loving church family, and we're ready to take that next step forward for Christ. And I, and I want us to spend uh, just a few minutes back in our passage in the book of Acts. So, Neil, if you could put, if you could put that back up. In Acts chapter 2, something amazing had happened, something that had never happened before, something that, um, that was, was revolutionary in many ways. And there was this mass, there was this mass uh, baptism moment throughout the city of Jerusalem. This, this new church had been formed. And in many ways, uh, these people that had been completely disconnected from each other had connected, and it says that they had all things in common. And the truth is, they didn't have every single thing in common. There's 16 different cultures that were represented, languages which represents cultures in this Acts 2 passage. And I would venture to guess that all those people didn't have every single thing in common. But what did they have in common? Their new love for God and that relationship with him and that salvation. And despite everything we've been through over the last year, what we still have in common, what we still have with each other is that relationship and that salvation that comes from God. Now, here's the good stuff. It says, as he started out, so they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. And I want you to know, as we move forward together, we're gonna be putting some special emphasis on these couple of things, starting tonight. Starting tonight, we are going to be putting a special emphasis on studying the Word of God together. And we're going to meet together. Uh, I think Danny announced that we're going to meet together instead of at 4.30. We're going to meet at 5.30 to 6 o'clock for a special time of fellowship. Listen, we've, been, we've not had a whole lot of time to sit around with each other and just catch up here lately. And I want you to be with us tonight at 5.30. We're going to have some light snacks, some drinks. So we just sit down for a few minutes and just talk to one another. 
replug with one another, reconnect with each other. And then we're going to have a time where we sit with each other and we just study the word of God. We're going to have our, our elders are going to be leading some, some table discussions. I'm going to lead one of them. We got a few of our deacons that they're going to lead a few of those. And we're just going to study the word of God with each other and have conversation with one another. That was something that was so important to the church. Just those, those conversations, those small groups sit down, talk to each other. They met with each other in their homes. They had these conversations. And we're trying to find a way for us as the Ninth Avenue Church family to, to, to engage with each other in that way. Because you see, when we do it the way that they did it, when we, when we replicate what the first century church did, then go to the very end of the chapter, of, of, of the passage. It says at the very end, verse 47, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Isn't that our goal? Our ultimate goal is to save people in this community. And so what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to create an environment in which we, we are grounded in the word of God. We're connected with each other and other people can come connect with us. And I'm excited about that time together. I'm excited about that fellowship. I'm excited about the time to study with you in a very special and unique way starting this evening. But as we kind of close our time together, one of the things that I can't help but think of is, is as Jesus tells his apostles as, as he's getting ready to leave, he says, the way that you love each other, and this is paraphrasing, he said, that's how people are gonna know that you follow me. And I believe I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt that people cannot look at this church and not see love. They cannot feel loved. They, they can't come in here and not feel loved because that is what I believe defines this church above everything else. But if you were to ask me, what is my prayer? What is my hope? What, what do I want people to say with us? Go with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, and then this, this is, this is what I want our description to be. When people say, when they think about the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ, I want them to think about this, starting in verse 2. He says, we always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before uh, our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance per, uh, inspired by hope. In our Lord Jesus Christ, we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel came to you not simply with, with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. You know how to live among, you know how, to, you know how we lived among you uh, for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. And this is what I want people to say about us. And you became a model. You became a model to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it. That's what I want people to know about us. I want the faith of this church to ring out from these walls, out of these doors, through your lives to other people so that when people look at you, they see love, they see acceptance, they see a path to salvation, they see truth, they see a family that they can come be a part of regardless of what's going on 
in their life. I'm, I look forward to what is coming. I look forward to what we're fixing to be able to accomplish together. We've been saying that it's coming, that it's coming. We're going to get there. I truly believe that today is the starting point of not getting there, but of being there. Can we say amen to that? Let's try that again. Can we say amen to that? That's right. Let's close with a word of prayer. God, we thank you so much for the chance to just be together this morning to hear the thoughts of these brothers, to, to, to hear how much that this church means to them. And I know that the stories that they shared are just the tip of the iceberg of the stories that could be shared by so many. And we thank you for our church family, God. We thank you for the love that's here. We thank you for the patience, for the joy, for the family that exists here but God, help us to not be just satisfied with it being the way it is. We want it to grow. We want it to be bigger. We want it to be better. We want to save those that are around us. We want to extend this family. Help us to do that, God. Help us to, to focus on the things that we need to focus on. Help us to move in the direction we need to move, which is toward you in all things. And bless us with that growth, God. God, we thank you so much for our elders, for our deacons for our teachers, for those who write cards, for those who make encouraging phone calls, God, just those who prepare meals. God, there are so many people that do so many things in this family, and we're grateful for each and every one of them. Thank you for those who are here today. Bless our lives. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. If this program has been beneficial to you, please consider subscribing on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast provider. Also, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star review, which will greatly assist us in getting the message of God's love and salvation to others. We'd love even more for you to join us in person. We are located at 2309 9th Avenue in Haleyville, Alabama. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to join us again and until then remember we are a church of Christ caring for its community. This is inspired.